Welcome to another episode of Off the Grid. I'm your host, Kaylee. Now, the British Grand Prix was this weekend, and it did not disappoint. Starting off with Haas. Haas with zero points. Again, I mean, 18 cars finished the race. 18 and 17th place went to both the Haas drivers. Nikita Mazepin, though, P17. Finished better than Mick Schumacher, which hasn't happened that much for Mezepen this season. Uh, the last time it happened was in Monaco. So, really, not that great of a race for Haas. Not that big of a race weekend for them. They weren't really affected. Williams, Nicholas Latifi, 14th. I mean... It's kind of where he's kind of been hanging out. His best finish uh, this season. and But for his teammate, the native Britain, I mean, amazing qualifying runs. Not the best sprint qualifying since he kind of had a little uh, shunt. Well, you can't even really call it a shunt. It was just more of a little tap that he gave Carlos Sainz and then uh, Sainz had to kind of go off into the into the grass a little bit, um, which caused him to drop quite a few places, but he managed to climb back up to P11, so that was fairly good for him, uh, but Russell was hit with a three-place grid penalty, which made him start in P11 instead, so Carlos Sainz moved up into P10, or into P10, so not the best start for Williams, and, uh, it was definitely, they weren't going to recover after that, and, you know, they fought, uh, as best as they could. They are in a Williams. They have to capitalize where other teams are failing, and just the other teams weren't really failing at Silverstone uh, this season, so they kind of missed out on, on an opportunity to score points. But Russell was a crowd favorite, or, well, one of the crowd favorites. There were two others, and they also both happened to be native Britons, so... Um, Alfa Romeo remains with two points. Kimi Raikkonen did kind of have a nice little, nice little race with uh, with Sergio Perez. They were doing some good old fashioned racing, kind of making it hard for Perez to pass him. Uh, Kimi Raikkonen just amazing at defending um, when when he needs to or when when he, when the other teams need to move up. Uh, Kimi Raikkonen's always there. He did it with uh, Daniel Ricciardo, and uh, he did it with Sergio Perez now. He definitely... Kimi Raikkonen is... Lit- I think he's still racing because he gets entertainment out of just screwing up everyone else's race. If they need to, you know, get within the points, Kimi Raikkonen is there to say, I'm going to make it really hard for you. I'm going to make you have to wait seven laps to pass me and I mean he kind of did something it definitely put up a fight uh against Sergio Perez but Perez did end up uh, eventually getting past him but uh not the best race for Raikkonen not the best race for Giovinazzi Giovinazzi did uh finish ahead of Raikkonen he finished in 13th where Raikkonen finished in 15th Alfa Romeo some some news coming out of there they did uh, get a contract extended, so uh, they're happy to kind of be able to freely more develop um, 
their cars for next season and uh, and the seasons after that. Um, Alpine, a team that did, I would say that for Alpine it was a it was a successful weekend, and I'll tell you why. First of all, Fernando Alonso, he is like, I, I this must be a hobby for him now too, because I mean, past five races scoring points, I mean, finished P seven, not bad at all, got some points for the team, and Esteban Ocon. If you had said, you know, that the past four races were just bad for him, I would have said, yeah, right. He's just He just signed his, his contract, and he's just kind of just not having the best races. And then finishes P9 today. P9. So Ocon just needed a weekend. He just needed a weekend to kind of take his mind off of things. And kind of get back into the groove. Of course, P9, not the best in terms of points. It's only two points. But two points that are going towards the team. Two points that are going to help them get closer to Aston Martin. And in uh, and hope, hopes that they slowly move up uh, within the standings. Since they are a midfield team. Uh, another midfield team, Aston Martin. Not... So great. Sebastian Vettel was forced to retire. So that is two races in a row that he has been forced to retire. And then Lance Stroll finished eighth. Not bad for Stroll. Just got to keep getting those points for the team. They just, uh, unfortunately, they're, they almost caught Alpha Tauri. They almost did. But Alpha Tauri had one of their drivers score one point, and that was Yuki Tsunoda in 10th. Pierre Gasly finished just behind him in 11th. Just not the best race for Gasly. Tsunoda just kind of finished. He just drove just a, a hair better than uh, than Gasly did, and it, it got him a point instead of Gasly. So uh, this is the first race that Pierre Gasly hasn't scored but has finished. So he hasn't scored uh, or he didn't score in the steering Grand Prix, and he didn't score in Bahrain, but both of those races were due to him not finishing. So this is the first race where he hasn't scored points, but he's finished this season. That is so for this season alone. Um, this was the first race that he that he didn't score points in, but finished. So not not the best race for Pierre Gasly. Um, AlphaTauri, the junior team for Red Bull. So unfortunately, Silverstone did not go well for Red Bull. Um, but a team that it did go well for was Ferrari. Carlos Sainz, P11, you know, going from P11 to finishing P6. Uh, of course, starting uh, P10 uh, for the race. I mean, but Carlos Sainz just... He couldn't get past, past that Papaya McLaren of Daniel Ricciardo. Um, but his teammate, Charles Leclerc, led for 50 laps. And it was beautiful. It was, it was great to see a Ferrari back up leading the pack. And I mean, despite having some uh, programming issues with the car, 
program reprogramming the engine while driving 200 miles per hour having just one of the best races of his career one of the best races of the season definitely his best race of the season actually I mean Charles Leclerc definitely performed got his first podium he was the only driver um that was high up in the driver standings that didn't have a podium so he finally got his podium it's quite late in the season but he finally got it um and Ferrari definitely cannot be upset with uh with their race weekend obviously Charles Leclerc losing uh, his you know the lead just two laps shy of of the finish um in his defense Hamilton was coming at him at at, at uh, turn nine, and Charles Leclerc said, "No, I choose to live. I'm gonna go a little wide and give you some room." Well, unfortunately, he uh, he caught the curb and then yeah, he kind of swerved off and then managed to to get back on track, uh, remaining in second. So, not the best race uh, in terms of uh, that. But I mean, a great race for Ferrari. Great race for for Carlos Sainz. Great, uh, great effort and great race for Charles Leclerc. Um, McLaren. Lando Norris didn't have the best weekend at Wembley, but this weekend was, you know, a lot of people were debating whether or not Lando was going to be able to kind of perform like he normally does. Uh, given that on Thursday he just didn't seem like the old Lando, he just kind of seemed uh, shaken up and just really, uh, really tired. So uh, what ended up, uh, it's a great, great finish. Um, I personally believe uh, from Lando, Lando was a little upset because he, he could see the podium and he just barely missed it. Daniel Ricciardo, though, having the best, his best race of the season, I mean, finished fifth finished fifth and that is his highest finish of the season so far so both papaya mclaren's top five that's what mclaren wants to see good points for the team they remain ahead of ferrari in the in the uh, constructors championship but they are quite a few points off (laughs) of mercedes um mercedes and Red Bull, we're just going to have to combine the two, uh, because their races were very intertwined with each other. Um, Unfortunately for Sergio Perez, missed out on um, what could have been a great weekend for Red Bull. Um, Just a series of bad luck uh, for for Perez um, having to start P20, and then, um, you know, finishing P16, so finishing with no points. Uh, the only good thing that, I guess, came out of uh, Perez's race uh, was that he put on the softs and he went for just, uh, he tried to get that flying lap uh, to kind of steal the, the fastest lap from, from Hamilton and kind of steal a point away from Hamilton. And he did it. He uh, made sure that he had the fastest lap at the end of the race. Obviously, he is not awarded a point because 
Um, he was not in the top ten. Hamilton and Verstappen didn't have the best race. Uh, Valtteri Bottas could have actually finished in second, um, but unfortunately uh, for him, it just didn't happen. But he definitely there's there's something going on with his seat because either you know he he just they just were like yeah you got to let Hamilton pass you and sure it's Hamilton's home race so they were home grand prix so they were probably like yeah Hamilton's got to win if if you're going to pick out of your two drivers one's from you know Finland and one's from Britain and you're racing in Britain you're going to want your British driver to win because that's what the fans want. So you want that to happen. Uh, and I think Valtteri knew that. So Valtteri, being the good teammate that he is and uh, always listening to Mercedes and not fighting Lewis, even though he's in the same car as Lewis and he's able to beat him, he's proven that he's able to beat him. And then, you know, that kind of uh, happening uh, for, for, uh, for Valtteri... I mean, not his, not not a great weekend for for him, but um, for his teammate, it definitely didn't. Him crashing into Max Verstappen did not do any good for for him or Mercedes because um, the the ten second penalty. A lot of fans um, are coming out and saying that. They aren't a big fan of the 10-second penalty that Hamilton should have been, uh, you know, served a more severe punishment um, because it was it was quite a big shunt. It was it was, and I, I'm not a Mercedes fan, not a Red Bull fan. I'm a McLaren fan, but you know, I, I respect all the drivers. I respect Max Verstappen. I respect Lewis Hamilton. I respect Sergio Perez and. Valtteri Bottas because they're good drivers. All I would consider, you know, 18 out of these 20 drivers to be good drivers that have my respect. So, and and I've I've lost some respect for for Hamilton uh because it's one thing to because Hamilton's in my eyes Hamilton is 100% responsible for uh what the FIA is calling a race incident. And uh, I, I would definitely say that it, Hamilton's fault. Um, Verstappen had, you know, w- even if you know the FIA has it on paper, um, what they would consider to be the proper way of executing it, and then who's at fault. And even in their little diagram that they have. It, it would say that where Lewis was, Lewis would be at fault for, for the incident. So, really, to only be hit with a 10-second penalty, it's kind of like, okay, but let's consider how bad it was. I mean, 51 Gs, that, that's a big, that's a big force. <laughs> and, you know, it, that's that's a lot of force to be, you know, going into a wall at. Um so really in terms of you know thank god max verstappen's okay um but i mean normally when you get into an, an incident i mean he went into the wall at baku which that was quite a, a, a severe uh incident 
but you know they were like yeah just let's go to the medical center real quick we'll check you out and then you'll be good to go they were actually they took him to the medical center they checked him out they said yeah you're gonna go to the hospital and you know get a get a you know a few more tests done so for for max having to do that and then hamilton not really even mentioning uh, Max and and really any uh, uh, interviews uh, after the race he didn't really mention him at all um, and then to kind of have Hamilton and Mercedes kind of celebrate like they had just you know gotten the you know the constructors and the and the world drivers championship it was just not a good look for Mercedes. It's not a good look for Hamilton. It's not a good look for the FIA or for Formula One. if Because it does kind of look like the FIA is kind of favoriting Hamilton. I mean, he is a seven-time world champion. Uh, he wants to be an eight-time world champion. The, you know, Formula One would probably love to have an eight-time world champion. But it, it comes at a cost. And... Uh, you have to keep it fair for everyone, and I think that Red Bull is kind of aggressively going after, uh, from you know the incident. They they want to have Hamilton get a a one race ban for it, and um, really I I can understand where they're coming from because it's you want to make it fair, and Lewis took out his biggest co- his biggest competitor because Sergio Perez wasn't even a, a real I don't want to you know bash anyone because it, Red Bull is a great team Sergio Perez is a great driver but he wasn't even a contender in the British Grand Prix this year I mean he wasn't even able like he wasn't gonna be able to to make an amazing run uh, like he's done in the past to kind of climb back up and for Hamilton to kind of celebrate so much and kind of say well I was able, you know, I took out my biggest competitor, only got a 10-second grid penalty when uh, Hamilton and Verstappen have both been known to win a race by, you know, having crossing the finish line 30 seconds before the other guy. I mean, insanely, it's it's just kind of insane to think that a 10-second penalty is fair for anyone because if they had kind of been a little bit stricter uh, on Hamilton, would Hamilton have actually been able to to get back on the podium? Because they were even saying with Hamilton's ten second penalty, where is he gonna kind of get dropped out um, when he leaves the pits? And they were like, oh, in front of Lando Norris, which Lando was in P four at the at that time uh, during the race. So not it's not the best. The the punishment doesn't fit the crime. Uh, if Sergio Perez and Yuki Tsunoda uh, during the steering Grand Prix can be hit with two five-second penalties, which is basically, if you add them up, t- a 10-second penalty for each driver for doing uh, two things that aren't even close, they that aren't even close to, to you know, actually... Uh, causing an incident where a driver could have been seriously injured. I mean, Perez was, you know, kind of nudging people off the track a little bit, so they gave him two... Uh, it was two separate incidents that they gave him a, a five-second penalty for, and and that is understandable. 
because he was he was starting to kind of endanger fellow drivers. But I mean, and, and Yuki Tsunoda, just I mean, two five second penalties for crossing the the pit lane line, and and now you're you're saying that Lewis Hamilton actually causing an incident that could have very seriously injured Max Verstappen, his biggest competition for this season, that that only warrants a 10-second grid penalty, or not a 10-second grid, a 10-second uh, time penalty, it, it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. The The punishment and just does not fit the crime. And... um. You know, I I just lost a little bit of respect uh, for Mercedes. I've lost respect for Hamilton. And uh, it's really going to be hard to watch, uh, you know, the the Hungary Grand Prix and just kind of, you know, want a good race between Hamilton and Verstappen because, you know, Verstappen, uh, I hope that he's able to, you know, drive um, two weekends from uh from now to kind of be able to to really compete and be able to to get that um you know get a a win kind of get revenge for for the British Grand Prix because if Hamilton hadn't taken him out Verstappen I would have easily said that Verstappen would have won or it would have been a very very close race between Verstappen and Hamilton I mean now because not neither Red Bulls uh, were even in point contention because of of the incident and then where Perez was. Mercedes has now jumped to four points separating them and then seven points separating Hamilton and uh, Verstappen in the Drivers' Championship. And, it, you know, Formula One is a very competitive sport. It's important to kind of, you know, they they tested out the, the sprint qualifying to kind of add a little bit of spice to Formula One. You've got to be fair. You've got to keep, you know, the, the competition fair. It, it, and truth be told, this was not a fair race. Um, when, it, when you break it down, uh, Charles Leclerc probably would have won the race had they punished uh, Hamilton just a little bit harder. Um, obviously, you don't want... This is just kind of going to open the door to for Mercedes and Hamilton to say, well, we only got a 10-second penalty for this, and we can add that to our strategy. So if we just can take him out every once in a while or, you know, maybe have even have Valtteri take him out, I mean, what's going to stop them from doing that now? And really you're looking at it's got to be a fair competition. It's, you know, and, and you're putting the driver's uh, life in danger uh, when you, you know, have a, an incident like this and to just kind of celebrate uh, the way that Mercedes and Hamilton did. It just wasn't uh, that respectful uh, towards uh, Verstappen. They didn't even ask um, how Verstappen was doing. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo in a post-race interview asked uh, how his former teammate was doing. He didn't even answer a question. He The first thing he asked was uh the how max was doing and if they had heard any word on max and the the reporters uh gladly told him uh everything that was uh kind of 
going on with Max and that Max was okay, but, I mean, regardless of if Max is okay or not, it's still uh, something that should be in in your mind of, well, I kind of took this guy out of the race. I, I owe him a little bit more respect than to be popping champagne and, and running around um, like I just won a, a World Drivers Championship again. So, uh, unfortunately, it's, you know, this is if this is how uh, you know the FIA is gonna gonna punish them for it. It, it may happen a lot more uh, than the Formula One fans would like to like to see. Um, but uh, the the Hungary Grand Prix, uh, so we got a a break uh, and a weekend. We've got a break weekend, and then the weekend after that is the Hungarian Grand Prix, and then sadly after that, it is summer break, so that is three straight weeks without a Formula One race, so that's going to be miserable, uh, but we've got to keep an eye out on the next race, because that is the last race that we will have for a while. Um, the Hungarian Grand Prix is going to be very exciting, and uh, we'll cover that in the next episode of off the grid so thank you for listening and you can find us at on twitter at f1 off the grid or find our website f1 off the grid dot com or dot net my apologies dot net um so i hope that everyone enjoyed their british grand prix weekend and We will have another episode previewing the Hungarian Grand Prix.